You gonna play me that beautiful music, Jared? That's how you know it's official, people. The official, untranslatable intro. And welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 115. And today we are going to be talking about something that in some ways Jared and I are experts on. In others, we are not even close to being experts. But today we will be talking about college and looking at it around the world to see what are some of the differences in age, price. Also talk about some popular majors as well. So yeah, it should be a fun episode. Hopefully you all will feel a little bit educated and liberated at the end of the episode and have some more info about college. So without further ado, my buddy that's got all the deets, my friend Jared, what's going on, Jared? Hey there. It's good to be back here with you one more time with the lawyers and security team present. It's good to have you here. Uh, But please, everyone, spread a little love. Follow us on Instagram, on Translatable Podcast. Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. You can email us on translatablepodcast.gmail.com. You can also go to our website, untranslatablepodcast.com. Or you can, most importantly, spread a little love. Put those five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also give us untranslatables. Our show is called the Untranslatable Podcast. That's because we talk about untranslatables, which are idioms, sayings, proverbs that don't really make any sense you know if you translate them directly to english but then when you really think about it you're like oh okay i see what they did there that has a meaning to them and i and i i like it or it's funny um we like to also talk about travel here Mm -hmm. and i have a travel story i'd like to run by you real quick and oh let's hear it see what you think about this after uh and if i'm not mistaken you're gonna love that anyway after two strangers missed a flight, they were asked to share a hotel room with one bed. Oh, I, I don't know about that. It's a traveler's nightmare to miss a connecting flight and have to unexpectedly, unexpectedly spend the night in an unfamiliar city. What could be more awkward? Maybe an airline asking two strangers to share a hotel room with only one bed? Jerine... The Mal- Mahali Nuyoto of Ottawa said she was shocked when her seventy-year-old one, seventy-one-year-old mother told her that what ha- that's what happened after she missed an Air Canada flight on July nineteenth. Really? Now listen, we've been talking a bit about Air Canada recently. That's true. What is going on over there at that airline? <laughs> yeah, first you're losing people in the terminals that fall asleep in your planes. Now you're... Two stories within a couple days of each other of people getting forgotten on the plane. Now this. Uh, Air Canada said in a statement that the ordeal was the result of a misunderstanding. Uh, it's not our policy to have passengers who are not traveling together share a room. Oh, it's not? The airline said uh, in this case an error was initially made allocating rooms. Um, uh, or they were trying to play matchmaker. You never know. Nyota's mother, Elizabeth Kofi Tabu, had spent a month with her daughter and family before plan, uh, planning to fly back to Paris. It was simple enough. It was a simple enough, simple enough journey with a connection in Montreal, 
Maheli Nyoto told CNN. However, Kofi Tabu was in a wheelchair because she's recovering from cancer treatment. And it, I mean, I understand, but I love how they kind of had to throw that in as like a jab to uh, right. the to the company. Uh, and a delay in the first flight meant she missed her flight to Paris. Uh, after trying to catch the night's last flight, Kofi Tabu and another passenger, a 35-year-old man, were told that they uh, would have to wait until the following morning. Air Canada offered to put them up in a nearby hotel. But with the catch, there was only one room available, uh, said the daughter. My mother told the Air Canada agent, I don't know this man. We are not a couple, uh, Noyota said, but they said there was only one room. Um, That's no bueno. They got to arrange some other accommodation, I feel like. You can't just... How annoying, though, is it to hear uh, people that work in any sort of company similar to that, where they sort of have you by the balls, whether it be that, maybe a hotel, mm-hmm. um, or even if, say, you're getting your car fixed and you don't really know much about cars or anything, right. you just feel like you're just like... Uh, what like when especially when there's like sorry this is policy or sorry this is all we can do or sorry you got to speak to someone higher than us but it's you know 11 in the morning or excuse me 11 at night so we're gonna have to wait till tomorrow but right. we only have one room yeah you're you're sol i guess you hope you have enough in an emergency fund to maybe pay for your own i don't know That's i was in tough. a situation one time i was flying to uh, louisiana and uh the tr- the ca- layover, excuse me, that's what I'm looking for. The layover was in uh, Atlanta, and due to something, something that I don't, I don't know exactly what it was, but I don't think it was wet like weather related. Um, the the flight was canceled, and I got st- and I got stuck in Atlanta. Okay, and um, I luckily I uh, my parents booked me a hotel for me. Uh, this was a few years ago and except when I got to the hotel they booked it, it this was at this point it was probably one in the morning two in the morning they booked it for that day but that day oh, means no. you can't actually check until like noon or something right. like that so I took an uber to the airport and I told them my name like yeah that's for you can't check until noon and I was just like okay so I just had to go back to the airport and I pulled a classic all nighter in the airport. Oh man! Just sitting in the chair, headphones on. I definitely that's r- caught up on podcasts. That's, that's rough. Sure. Okay, that's rough. Um, Do your ears ever get sore from wearing over-ear headphones too long? Not if I don't have my glasses on, but it's hard to wear them with my glasses because that p- pinches my face. Right. But uh, no. But I will say this: I did. Uh, so I called to get a refund for the flight, and they're like, "Well, usually we can only give a uh, like a voucher." Uh, unless it's like an extenuating circumstance, like a death or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I mean, I was going to my aunt's funeral and I had to miss it and just go back home. So, right. and the and the lady was like, uh, and I was, I didn't just make that up, by the way. That was true. Right. Uh, and she's like, oh, and then I, you know, I got the refund, but. Nice. Okay. That's still, that's, uh, that's a bummer though. Yeah. I've been lucky. I've never had to stay overnight in a hotel um, or a train station or anything. You mean an Airport. Airport. Oh, you said yeah, yeah. hotel. Yeah, I was yeah, like, sorry. I mean, I feel Airport. like that's what you would like to do in a hotel. I have, I have spent a <laughs> night at a hotel a couple of times, that's for sure. But yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. So after telling uh, an Air Canada employee about the ordeal, uh, Kofi Tabu received two $10 food vouchers and a preferred seat with additional legroom. By the way, $10 on a flight gets you like a, a sandwich, a thing of Pringles or something. <laughs> right. Like that. 
the coffee some pretzels the coffee taboo made it back to paris her her daughter said it was nearly 24 hours later than originally planned um does not sound like a fun journey air canada's having some pr issues they need to get their shit together a little bit there i said it well jared now i think you know what time it is spread a little love Mm -hmm. it's time to spread some love and the first place i'd like to send some love is to india because they have been cutting the tax rate on electric vehicles to try to boost the uptake in electric vehicles. So okay. I think that's great. Yeah. On Saturday, they slashed their taxes on electrical uh, on electric vehicles and chargers as well. Easy there, chief. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> it looks like they're trying to encourage the use of more environmentally friendly cars. Mm. You're, you're quite the car guy. What can you tell me about electric cars? Um, I like them. I, uh, you know, there, there's all this talk about, uh, how they're, they're might be technically better for the environment, but they're Mm -hmm. not actually better for like to manufacture. I heard that that sort of, uh, effect on the, um, environment goes away after say, I think five years on, on average, it depends on where you're at and where how your electricity is gathered. Um, and then, so after five years, like that sort of extra pollution that building the car puts out is uh is is not no longer a factor in the cost or the uh, uh pollution so uh i think they're I, I think they're great i think what they really need to work on more than anything is charging and 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 i range is is pretty good like a like a tesla gets about 300 plus three that's really good which is pretty close to what my car gets my car gets maybe a little more than that if I'm only on freeways. Right. Yeah, mine's about 300. Really? That's it? Maybe 320 okay. if I'm pushing it. Yeah, if I push it, I could probably get to like 380. Okay. That'd have to be like a road trip situation. Okay. Like I'd have to be an ideal on gas cruise control. Yeah. yeah. No other cars there. Yeah. But it's this is great though, Jared, because India is actually the world's third biggest emitter of greenhouse gases. I think it's also good... For a place like India too, because they have a lot of motorcycles and they uh, ha- don't have a lot of space, and it's it's easier, I think, also to build uh, good electric commuters when you're building them uh, on a smaller scale. The battery mm-hmm. doesn't have to be as big. The range sure. is not as big of mm-hmm. a concern. Now, mate, charging is still something you have to concern yourself with, but I think it's even it's even a better solution for you know people with lower incomes because then mm-hmm. you're also just have like a lower maintenance too because you don't really have to do much to them like right. you don't have to change oil and really get them serviced as much for sure yeah it makes a big difference absolutely so yeah so Shout big ups to india. to india yeah that's absolutely fantastic next up i am sending some love to anchorage alaska mm. because in anchorage drivers will be able to donate school supplies instead of paying for their parking tickets Oh, that's great. That's really cool, isn't it? Yeah. I got a ticket today, and I wish I could donate school supplies instead of having to pay my ticket. See, usually I would feel bad in that situation. I feel bad for you. Usually I would feel bad like I had something to do with it. But I think we could both agree there were no signs anywhere around about parking. But apparently you can't park within 30 feet of a uh, stop Stop sign. sign, Which, yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah. $35 down the drain. That's definitely hey, not a rule do. in Philadelphia. Let's just say that. Right. You can park right up to stop signs. Well, I think in East Lansing of... you can too. Okay. But That's hey. Such a weird rule. Ferndale, man. What can I say? We're going to have yeah. our lawyers figure it out. It'll yeah. all be good. But yeah, anyways, They're back to Anchorage. Saying no. Uh, That's not part so yeah, of their job. On, 
on Friday of last week, uh, Anchorage drivers with a $20 parking ticket will be able to pay their fine in pens or pencils to support local youths mm. going back to school next month. I think they should branch this out and allow the donation of any school supplies. Yeah, I'm like notebooks, say it. Exactly. keepers, folders, keepers. Right. I don't think kids Backpacks. need calculators. Do, do math teachers let them use their phones as calculators nowadays? I don't know. I don't know. Do you need one of those fancy Texas instruments? That's what we used to use. Yeah. Those seem like a scam kind of. They're expensive. They are. They're, They're expensive. Like Just use your bucks. phone. Yeah. But they, they, like, we used the graphing features, like, three times, you know? And that was it, yeah. In, like, the seven years that they were required. Right. <laughs> Other right. than that, it was just, like, sine or cosine, which you could do on a lower-level calculator. Exactly. Um, I think that's great. So maybe I, I wouldn't say calculators would be worth it, because, first of all, who would do that? Because at that point, just pay the ticket. The calcul- Your ticket's $35. Mm-hmm. A calculator is three times that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's true. Well, maybe you have a bigger, bigger parking ticket than twenty dollars. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, so that's great. Good, good idea. Good thinking, people yeah. of uh, Anchorage, Alaska. We think that's great. You betcha. And hopefully, other people will uh, also maybe start to do this. Mm-hmm. My last shout out goes out to the nation of Latvia, because a third of Latvia's culture budget goes towards music education, mm. and there is also a new music festival to celebrate Latvian culture and Latvian music, which I think is amazing that they're... Latfest? Who knows what it's called? Um, The summer is launching an annual music festival at the Capital Seaside Resort, Yurmala. Yurmala. Design, that's probably not how you say it. Who knows? Designed to be more than just a moment of high culture, but something of a rallying point for a country with a delicate historical and geopolitical backdrop. I don't know about their geopolitical and historical backdrop. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Yeah. That's all I had to say. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you had more to say there. Oh, Sorry. no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's really cool though, that they're having this big music festival, uh, at, I think it's just called the Riga Yermala music festival. So okay. there you go, Jared. Okay, cool. Shout out to Latvia. Maybe we'll have to keep that in mind for a future episode. We'll, maybe we can find a Latvian song of the pod. Oh, that's a good that idea. That, that's going to be happening at that festival. It's a good idea. Good, good call. Well, buddy, I think you might know what time Ooh, it is. I do. I do. Always on time. That's right. It's time for the untranslatables. Mm-hmm. This is the famous untranslatable owl. I argued with the lawyers trying to get... Uh, make chad have to bring the actual untranslatable owl to the uh, off-site location that we agreed upon yeah too hard to do but uh there was too many too many hoops to jump through so i said all right fine well can i get started today jared please so i have a few russian untranslatables for you today so i will be trying my sorry that's a terrible russian accent i'll be trying my best to say these the best i can so here we go rookie ne dokhodyat which means the hand slash arms don't reach. We can't agree on something? Not not really, not quite. Hmm. Not quite. Um, so, Jared, maybe, you know, you, you needed me to do something, and I just had a lot on my plate that day, and I said, sorry, the hands or arms don't reach. Oh, you just couldn't get it done, couldn't do it. Don't have the time. Don't have the time. Don't have the time, mm. yep. Mm. My hands couldn't reach. Yep. Don't have the time. I, I mean, I like that. I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. 
I'm surprised it wasn't, you know, you can't agree on something. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, it makes sense. I have uh, untranslatables because this is the untranslatable podcast. French is my first one. Avoir un araignée au plafond. La plafond. Having a spider on the ceiling. Araignée. Uh, arain, uh, having a spider on the ceiling. Having a spider on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll, before, before you start... I'll tell you, there isn't English untranslatable. Like that, a fly on the wall? What does that mean? Oh, no, that's not No, that's, that's not, not it. Same thing. A fly on the wall means like you wish you could like listen in on a conversation without someone knowing yeah. that you're there. Yeah. Okay. Spider on the ceiling. Is it like... You have a spider on the ceiling. That's what you might say to someone. Are you crazy? Chad. Yeah? Now, the judges... Who we also have here, by the way, because they we got we got to bring them along. Mm-hmm. Um, would 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 say we'll give it to you, but you have to explain it. So it technically means if you say you have a spider on the ceiling, you're saying you have a screw loose. But that's essentially what you were saying. You were just asking it. Okay. But yeah, good job. Okay. Are you crazy? All right. Interesting. I, I got one for you, Jared. Another one in Russian, and it is Bestsaria Vigolove. Which means without a czar in the head. Please. Oh, it's just like you're absent-minded. Very good, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. My next one is Korean. And it is... Nuni Dwijip Hida. And it literally means eyes are turned upside down. Your eyes are turned upside down? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Like, you can't believe what you see? And yes, but why can't you believe what you see? Because it just looks so unreal. What about what you're seeing um, is giving you this reaction? Why, why are you getting this reaction? You're seeing something very obscure and strange. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? Scared, surprised, terrified, shocked. Mm-hmm. Bamboozled? Flabbergasted? Keep going. Keep going. Uh, 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 um, to get really mad oh to get really mad oh okay eyes are turned upside down okay so maybe it's like when you're yelling it's almost like your eyes start to roll into the back of your mm-hmm. head a little bit okay sure. you and i were talking yesterday i mean i don't know if that was on the pod or not watch it um that we're not yellers that might have been on the pod yeah. we are not yellers so it wasn't sure. yesterday <laughs> you never know so my <laughs> on last Monday. one for you is russian okay and it is zamorit Herviachka, uh, which means to kill the worm. Hmm. To kill the worm. Um, is it like to cut off an agreement of some nope. sort? Nope. Kill the worm. You could say we killed the worm at the diner earlier. You eat a lot of food? Kind of, yeah. It's more... Like I guess you would say this after after the meal, like man, I just killed the worm there. Like you're satisfied. There we go. Okay. To satisfy one's hunger. You betcha. To oh, kill yeah. the worm. That was mm-hmm. that was good. Was I, did you like that place? Yeah, it was delicious. Okay. You don't have to just say that. No, it was good. I don't I, mind. I, I ate all my uh, omelet. It was delicious. That's true. You did clean your plate. I tried. My last one is Flemish. Okay. Do you know where they speak Flemish, Chad? Belgium. That's very good. Very good. And uh, from as far as I know, it's similar to Dutch. 
Okay. Excuse me. Listen, I'm making a mess here. This is why we can't have nice things, Jared. An iman's lippen hangen, hangen. An iman's lippen hangen. Some to to hang on someone's lip. Chad, Chad, Chad. Is that Parada. very okay. good? And is that like to depend on someone to like be clingy? N- no. Oh, I was trying to get a twofer there. Okay. No. To hang on someone's lip. So I'm not sure what. Um, we would hope that a lot of the uh, people that enjoy the untranslatable podcast enjoy it because they can uh, hang on our lips, my lip and your lip. I have no idea. Uh, you don't. You, why would you like someone to like about it? Well, like, why would you? What would you? If someone were okay uh, to like really listen to them, mm-hmm, there you go. Hang you on their go. lip. Okay. It's, yeah, to uh, completely engrossed in what someone's saying. Okay. Nice. See, I knew we'd get there. That right. was good teamwork. Hey, that was teamwork makes, makes the, the dream, dream work. work. Also, um, I like that shirt. Thank you. Rocking my it, Michigan State shirt today. I, I like. That's black, isn't it? I'm not it going crazy. Black. Okay. No, actually, you uh, okay. become colorblind <laughs> in this new room. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Um, Let's talk about colleges. I, did you wear that on purpose? Of course you didn't. I actually didn't, but uh, it does work today, doesn't it? We are talking about colleges. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've we've got some experience, I would say, being former college students. Mm-hmm. I spent maybe a little too much time in college and higher ed, but... I spent maybe not complain. enough time in college and higher ed. Debatable. Who knows? But yeah, we have a lot to talk about. I think the first thing, though, that really blows my mind is the variety of price... Mm. of college around the world Mm -hmm. because in the states it can get very expensive and i have for you jared the top 10 most expensive colleges in the u.s okay so let's get started i have the top seven in the world oh perfect you go first so what do you think is number 10 top 10 colleges in the u.s yeah most expensive uh yale nope it's not too far from michigan it's across the lake. Across the lake. Across the lake. Um, oh, uh, Loyola. It's not Loyola. Um, but nor- just n- n- uh, um, Northwest- Northwestern? The University of Chicago. Oh, okay. Take a guess how much one year costs in terms of uh, tuition, fees, and room and board. 48 $57,000. This be is more for a that. semester? Uh, or a year? Hopefully a year. Okay. Either way, that's crazy. So that's well, of course either 10. way it's crazy, but it might be a semester. Maybe. Oh, that. Oh, that'd be crazy. Number. Number ten. Okay. Number nine. What do you think number nine is? East coast or west coast? Let's just start there. East coast. Okay. Um, Duke. Johns Hopkins. Okay. Number nine at fifty. Seven thousand eight hundred and twenty dollars. Now these are from these prices though are from twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. So, so it's almost it definitely more expensive now. For sure, they definitely sure. didn't go down. Well, let's no, put it that definitely way. not. <laughs> uh, number eight is the new new school Parsons School of Design in the in, in New York that. in New York City. That's probably fifty seven nine for tuition and room and board, mm. and probably more than that because this was twenty thirteen seven is dartmouth college okay so also the poor man's ivy league 
I guess, I guess hey, you, you said it, not me. Uh, but yeah, 57,000. Uh, almost, almost at 58. Then we have Claremont McKenna College, liberal arts school in Claremont, California. Cost is 58,000 for tuition, room, and board. Um, Claremont. Yeah, so Claremont McKenna College. Wesleyan University, uh, yeah. which is a liberal arts college in mm-hmm. Middletown, Connecticut, 58. Isn't that an all-lady school? Is it? I have no idea. Maybe it's not. I have no idea. That's a good question. Then we have Columbia University is number four uh, in New York. Uh, Wesley Snipes College. Is that what it was called? Just kidding. (laughs) 58,700. Harvey Mudd College in Claremont, California. Cost 58,900. Number two is New York with 50. I'm wondering if any go over 60. We'll break the 60 mark here. Two is New York University. One is Sarah Lawrence College. Actually, it started, by the way, just to be 61, clear. Wesleyan yeah. started as an all-men's school. Oh, there you it's go. the other okay. way around. So, Jared, those are the top 10 most expensive. What was number one? US. Number one was um, Sarah Lawrence College oh, in Bronxville, New York. All yep. those liberal arts schools. Crazy expensive. You know, it's funny. I'm glad you started with that list because now we're about to... Oh, that's your computer right here. Now we're about to uh, talk about the most expensive colleges in the world. Let's do it. In the world. The seven most expensive countries, excuse me, in the world to go to college. Are uh, you starting high or low? Low. Okay. Number seven, take a guess. The country. Yes. Number seven. Oh. Hey, c- can you uh, shut your computer up there? No, I can't. All right. It's working... Full capacity today, Jared. <laughs> this is going to burst into flames. Let's, <laughs> let, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Um, hmm. I'm just, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm trying to think. Number number seven? Yes. I mean, it doesn't matter what the number is. It's just the seventh cheapest seventh, yeah, or most expensive. Um, excuse me. I, I, have, I don't even know. What New continent? Zealand. Uh, New Zealand? Really? Okay. And number six, for that matter, is Australia. Australia. Okay. Five? Uh, well, I'll Europe? tell you. Per student? Mm-hmm. Uh, guess both of these are within a couple hundred dollars of each other. Okay. It is um, average tuition for New Zealand is four thousand one hundred dollars, and Australia is four thousand four hundred. Um, with the average tuition coming in at four thousand, the number is even higher when converted from U.S. dollars to Australian dollars. With the actual cost. For Australian students being six thousand three hundred ninety nine Canadian dollars. Or, okay. Well, not Canadian. Excuse me, Australian. Number five is Canada. Okay. Canada. Uh, that's four thousand seven hundred and sixty one. So it's essentially the same as uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. South Korea, four thousand seven hundred and seventy seven. This is hilarious. And are those are those private universities or public in South Korea? This is know? just the average cost of tuition. I see. In these okay. countries, Japan. 5,100. They're number three. United States is 8,000. You know, you got to factor in in state. I feel like it's way more expensive than 8,000. I do too. I don't know where they're getting this from. And then they say England is 9,000. Oh, wow. So England's more expensive than the US. They say. Yes. Interesting. Okay. That's what they say, but I don't, I don't, I don't. No, and I got questions. I don't buy it. Right. I, don't I got some questions it. as well. I'm, 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 I'm actually going to call BS on this list. I think, I think it's crazy, though, too, how many places have free 
or very affordable tuition around the world. Yeah, for sure. I think, though, that's only half the battle because, you know, go, going to a fancy school is even less about the education you're getting and more about that just the symbol, just being able to say a school that gives you that sort of reaction where it's like, where'd you go? Stanford. Oh, wow. Stanford. Right. Or like, well, you know, where'd you go? Uh, U of M. Want oh, that wow. Prestige? U of M. Well, watch it. No, Michigan Wa- State. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're a state kid. Watch, it, watch yourself here. Watch yourself, Jerry. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's really crazy, though, how much people spend and also how much debt a lot of American, you know, people our age have. Mm-hmm. For the university anywhere from i think the average last i checked was around 50 or 60 grand i could be wrong but that's just crazy you have to start off 60 grand in the hole just to study at university whereas if, if you're abroad at least i know in the czech republic if you are younger than 26 uh tuition is is paid for for you right so that's pretty nice right younger than 26 you said yeah after 26, you have to pay for okay. tuition, but it's still not nearly as expensive as right. it would be in the States. No, for sure. For sure. So, Jared, I have a list of countries with virtually free college around the world. So, let me okay. let me give you some of these. Now, so, before we get into this list, I like this because uh, I wonder how easy... Yeah, so how easy would it have been to just apply to college in a different country and get accepted and then do college there, go to college there, like, I, like a normal student. I, th- I actually thought about that, and I was thinking about going to Germany um, for college, actually. But e- there's just a lot of administrative stuff you have to do. Mm. Um, I like think, what? Like visas and stuff? Yeah, you visas you have to apply. Mm. You have to find an apartment. You have to or hope that they have student housing for you. Is housing harder to find in European countries, like dorms like we have here? Um, I'm, I'm not really sure because I've never had to look, to be honest. I've been okay. very fortunate and stayed with host families or had my own apartment. Um, but I think, I, I, I don't know. I have heard that um, universities in Europe don't hold your hand as much as American universities do. So what that means is that you might have to find housing on your own mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, but it's expected of everybody. Right. You know? No, I guess that makes sense. And they, they don't do dorms the same way we have dorms in the United States. Uh, do you want me to read to you about different dorms around the country? Sure. For years, Bugert, I don't know who that is, has been documenting students from around the world in their rooms as part of his Images Connect project. So this is um, a student studying uh, civil and construction engineering at the Universidad Mayor De San Simon in Bo- Bolivia. This is his dorm room right here. And by the way, this is 2018, just so we're clear. Oh, no. nice. Uh, so do you want to explain it to the people? What, the, the, the picture? Yeah, this is in Bolivia. I mean, it looks it looks like a regular-sized room. There's a little desk with a computer. has his lawn... I don't know what that bag is. Yeah, I don't know He's either. Maybe something. his laundry? Yeah, it could be. It looks like a comfy dorm room, though. I feel like I'd be happy there if I was a college student. Yeah, is that a hammock or a bed, though? I don't know if I'd want to sleep in a hammock. Those are. I'm pretty sure those are beds. Okay, because it does look like it's sagging a little bit. But yeah, this is uh, this is from 2005. This one specifically, I guess. This is in Nairobi, Kenya. Look at that dude. Look how tall that guy looks. Like he is. He's he's he sitting down, tall. but his legs look long as fuck, and his hands look big too. 
Lawrence Owino is studying uh, engineering at the Kenyatta University in Nairobi, Kenya. There you go. Nice. Cool. Um, this is uh, in Moldova. This is kind of nice. That's a lot of space. Yeah, this this girl has like some plants in the background of her dorm room and it looks fairly spacious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of open space. I mean, that's the thing with dorm rooms in the U.S. for the most part. There's not always a ton of space. Now, this is in Russia. This actually looks very similar to, besides for the fact that this look like, looks like it's from the 80s, which I don't think it is. This looks similar to something we might see, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, our, our dorm rooms. No, maybe. No, this would be. Right. This is in the Netherlands. Yeah, that looks similar, although it looks a little posher, a little fancier than our, our room. But I don't think it does. I think it's just because I bet you all of this is just Ikea stuff. That's true. We all had the same drawers and desks and everything in mm-hmm. our fraternity house and our dorms back yeah, in the day. Yeah, I, I don't think it's anything fancy. Um, Gets a job done, though. Interesting. So this is in Thailand, mm-hmm. and uh, they're studying humanity at Maha... Uh, Chulalong Korn uh, MC, uh, a Buddhist university in Thailand. Very minimalist, which makes sense. They're mm-hmm. they're Buddhists, sure, and um, they sleep very close to each other. Mm-hmm. They're buddies, you know. Little, little I don't. Th- yeah, whatever. I don't think it's just them that sleep very close. Probably to each not. Other. It's probably everybody. Interesting. Well, Jared, let's. Uh... But really, let's be honest, though. What really more do you need in, uh, like, for anyone in this modern age than just a place for your computer uh, and a bed? That's all anyone really That's needs. That's true. The way we live these that days. is true. Maybe a room with a couch. They're just honest about plus. it. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I agree. Let's talk about places if for free college, though, Jared, because free is always good. Uh, that's for sure. And so there's actually quite a few countries that have free college, and this is in 2019. Um, and so we'll go in alphabetical order. Argentina. Okay. Austria. Shout out. Brazil. Okay. My boys and girls, Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. Denmark. Egypt. Finland. France. Germany. Greece. Iceland. Kenya. Which now, I wonder mm-hmm. if this uh, list applies to people from out of state, out of country. Don't, don't worry. We'll get there. Okay. We'll hey, get there. Hey. Don't, don't you worry. Then we have Luxembourg. Malaysia, Morocco, Norway, Panama, Poland, Scotland, Slovenia, Spain, Spain, Sweden, Turkey, and Uruguay. And then here are countries that offer free tuition to its own residents, but also free tuition to international students. But there is a catch, Jared. What do you think the catch might be? Hmm... You have to graduate, or you have to keep a certain grade point average. Well, that probably is the case but um no there's a different catch um you you can't work um i'm they might have student work or like student jobs they could do what is it it is that most of these classes are taught in the language of the country so if you want to be expected yeah so if you want free college in brazil you have to speak portuguese brazil well i mean of course why why would they yeah well but wait it's not like that everywhere in the czech republic czech classes are free Uh, english classes are not if you are in france free classes are available to european union citizens so you and i would not be free in germany though they do teach classes in english and you can take them for free even as a foreigner 
But the, the problem Why is... Why do they te- cla- teach classes in English? What's the point? Just to a- appeal to English speakers? And I guess international students. Mm. Maybe, because you know, if, if you think about it, if you're an international student coming from China or, or you know, a country where they probably didn't teach you German in school, mm-hmm. you know, that closes the door to Germany if if you have to speak German, right? So, so they you could come in... They probably want to invite more people people into like these schools also want to invite people from other countries in. right because i mean look the thing is is language proficiency is no sign of intelligence right mm-hmm. you know we i would say we're both fairly you can't speak any language well i would say like even if you can't speak yeah. your native language well i might that's disagree. true that's true but yeah so i think a lot of uh people go to germany for that reason though the fact that they have classes offered in english mm. everyone can take them there a lot of international students so that's pretty cool then after germany we have greece but once again the classes are taught in greek iceland um now in kenya there is free tuition available to high scoring secondary school students so i don't know if that applies to foreigners as well or only students in kenya luxembourg it looks like there's no catch uh norway tuition is free but living expenses come at a very high cost which mm. i've heard about in norway Panama, Slovenia, and Sweden are free for EU citizens. Okay. So we got to become Why EU is citizens. Panama free for an EU citizen? No, no, not Panama. Slovenia and Sweden. Okay. That makes yep. more sense. Yep. Uh, let's talk about graduation rates. Let's do it. Who's really out here pumping out the most, uh, most college graduates? Where do you think? I want to say it's, some, it's an Asian country. Mm, no? You'd be wrong. I'd be wrong. Okay. Is it the U.S.? You'd be wrong. Okay, where is it? In 2012, 39% of young Americans were expected to graduate from college, compared with Iceland, okay, 60%. Oh, that's really good. New Zealand, 57%. Poland, 53%. The U.S. graduation rate was among was excuse me was ahead of of Canada, 35%. Germany, 31. Switzerland, 31, Spain, 29, Turkey, 27, Italy, 26, Chile, 23, Hungary, 23, Mexico, 22. But I don't know about some of the all of those countries, but I knew I do know country countries like Poland, Germany, Switzerland, Spain, uh, probably it, uh, probably Italy and probably Turkey. And let's be honest, probably all those other countries. They also have much more of a focus on uh, trade like that's mm-hmm. still something that is um a big focus there so like it's possible to focus on something specifically get a good but more focused and shorter education and actually live a successful life without having to actually go to university right yeah so i wonder if that has anything to do with those numbers where it's in the u.s here it's almost more like um if you want to have any sort of you know sort of office or salary job kind of thing it's almost just assumed Mm-hmm. that you're going to go to college. Right. I mean, for me, it wasn't even really a question of um, whether or not I'm doing it. It's, it's where I'm going. Right. Same same for me. Like, yeah. it wasn't really... We never really talked about whether I was going to go or not because I think it was always just like, oh, no, yeah, you're you're going. Right. Which is interesting because I feel like had I have been interested in, in something else you could do without a college degree, you know, I would have already had a couple of years of serious work under my belt mm-hmm. and uh, be making some money. So I don't know. You know, I, I know a few people from my high school that have, you know, become like carpenters or welders, plumbers, 
they make really good money. Mm-hmm. They have a nice place to live, and it it seems like a decent life. And they didn't go to college. Yeah, more physical though. So yeah. there's that. And uh, you know, what kind of longevity does that have on it for your body and stuff like that? It's true. Um. Oh yeah. So we just talked about the graduation rates. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's talk about. Let's talk majors, about college majors. Definitely. College majors around the world. Are right, you have the top ten college mm-hmm. majors? Is that just in the world? Just. I think this is in the U.S. All right. This you is start. from the Princeton Review. Go ahead. So they say number one is computer science. So not only do you learn more about computers, hardware, and software, but you also learn about the applications of such knowledge as how technology fits into a business scenario. Mm -hmm. As a computer science major, you'll be exposed to areas such as robotics, natural language recognition programs, which I think will be huge in the future um, and is already pretty big, artificial intelligence, programming languages, numerical analysis, and gaming technology. Let me just say it would be so cool to design games. Oh, yeah. That would be an awesome way to study, you know, study computer science in college mm-hmm. and design some games. That'd be pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. Numero yeah, yeah. dos is communications. Now, communications is interesting because I feel like it's kind of, for a lot of people, it's kind of like a joke. Like, oh, you're mm-hmm. studying communications. But I think a lot of people who do study it do end up being fairly successful, doing all sorts of stuff. And it's a very general degree. So that could be good or bad. Yeah, like I don't know, I don't know how you apply that to a job. Like, what job is looking for a like a bachelor's in communications? Well, here you go, Jared. With a wealth of career options in business, advertising, human resources, public relations, mm-hmm. government, education, media, and social services. Our HR makes sense, and there was another one you said that makes sense as well. Sales would actually kind of make sense. Advertising. Oh yeah, I guess, I guess that makes public sense. Public relations. Gotta know how to communicate. Have good public relations. Yeah. Yeah, but that's more I of don't, like a, I don't get a personality education. thing. That's I feel true. like the public relations. But I feel like a lot of college degrees are like certain personalities tend to pick. That's fair. That's fair. You know? Our, our number Communications th- is very popular, though. Like yeah. everyone knows someone or at least a couple people that major in communications. You know, and you know why, though, right? Friends would always be like, <laughs> okay. You, you know why, though? Everybody knows it. We become a radio DJ. That's right. Maybe start a podcast or something. Um, <laughs> easy, easy. You know, you know. It's funny though is we probably all know somebody that uh, is a communications major because they communicate it with us. See what, oh, see, hey, see what I did that. there? There you go. But number three though is government and political science. Yeah, which, that makes sense. Which I'm surprised though it's so high up, and it's actually above number four, which is business. That's surprising. Yeah, to me that's surprising as well. What do you think comes after business, Jared? It's related to business. Mm, like marketing econ oh okay econ guess what number six is this one makes me happy oh uh education english language and literature okay another one that there's not much to do with well (laughs) you didn't major in english i i didn't no but what what's interesting is yeah you it's a very like i do know people who have a degree in english language and lit and are doing something but yeah it's related to that a lot of times, yeah. Like writing um, okay. or doing, um, oh shoot, what is it called? Um, copywriting. Our friend Chris, uh, the baseline for our theme song, mm-hmm. we, we always joke about how he majored in history and he actually 
like writes for a history mm-hmm. publication. He's a good writer. And uh, we joke that you always joke that he's the only uh, history major that actually used his history major for his like probably like applied it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Number seven, though, Jared, is psychology. And, uh, that's another one. Another psychology. one of those, like, how many of those people actually become psychologists? Right. Number eight, I think this one probably has more people that go into this career, is nursing. Yeah. Number eight's nursing. Okay. Nine is chemical engineering. That one probably gets pretty used, I would say. I would say so, too. That's and, pretty focused. And ten is biology. That one probably, that's probably a, a lot of doctors, I would say, in there. Right. A lot Scientists, of other, like, um, professors. You know, sort yeah. of medical profession jobs mm-hmm. that aren't doctors. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Let's do college majors around the world. Okay, let's do it. The U.S., U.K., and Japan have the highest proportion of humanities majors. Interesting. The okay. crisis of the humanities. The fear that enrollments and relevance to humanities majors are dwindling is a common lament in American higher education. But it turns out that studying the humanities remains more popular in the U.S., Japan, and the United Kingdom than in most of Europe. Britain leads the pack with 16% of their students studying uh, language, literal art, uh, liter- excuse me, literal arts, language, <laughs> <laughs> language literature, art, uh, art fi- philosophy, religion, and similar subjects. Business and social science majors are popular everywhere except, uh, excuse me, everywhere, particularly in Turkey. This is kind of weird way, this is kind of weird way to group majors since business, at least in the U.S., is the runway winner of any major popular con- popularity contest. But business and, well, that's not what, according to your list, but that's what these people claim. But business and social science are combined uh, and social science combined are even more popular in Europe than they are in the U.S., particularly in Turkey. Greece and Germany lead the pack on uh, science, computer science, and math majors. Okay, interesting. There, and I, I think China would be an interesting one to factor in, but I think what also might contribute to that is that they're still growing, and if you do it like proportionally to the population... How still, how many people don't uh, go to college? Right, might have something to do with that. Well, just a guess. Right, and in, and in different countries, they also have different requirements how to get into college. Right? right. So, in the Czech Republic, you have to pass the maturita. In Germany, you need uh, an abitur. You know, in a lot of European countries, there's an exit exam. In China, they have, I believe, it's called the Gaokao which is also an, an entrance exam for university. So and we've talked about how that's the hardest, one of the hardest ones. Right, exactly. I mean, people spend hours upon days upon months studying for this exam. And so, so that does definitely play a role too in the numbers. Because if you don't have a bunch of people that pass that exit exam, mm-hmm. you won't have as many people in college. Maybe, I know in some countries, people will go to private schools then, like private universities, if they don't pass some of those tests. Mm. And if you have enough money, they can also go to different countries. Sure. Now, I, um, I, I guess I could see two, two thought processes in this. How do you feel about colleges being like the level of discernment on allowing people into their colleges? Like how, how, how available should college be for people? Now, I don't mean to sound arrogant here, but did you ever meet somebody when we were in undergrad and you were like, really? They, they let yeah, this course. person in? Of course. Um, you know, not, probably felt that way about me. Let's be honest. That's true. Yeah, not to be jerks, but yeah, me, me too. Probably, I'm sure some people are like, really. They let this guy in here, really? <laughs> yeah, um, I just play guitars all day. Okay, right. 
well, we have a major for that called guitar major. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll do that. Um, yeah, I don't know, though. It's, it is interesting. Um, but, you know, how much can a college really tell from your application, from your ACT or SAT scores, mm-hmm. and all this stuff? You know, it's, I can't imagine trying to select the students, you know, but they, every college has their own criteria and all that stuff, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I guess that's a, there are very, like, just because you, everyone can't go to, say, Harvard, for example, the obvious example, that there's still uh, some college avenue for everyone, if you can at least, and if you can't handle anyone, then maybe you're just not cut out for, for, for it in general. Oh, for sure. Finland is producing a lot of future engineers. But Japan is far ahead of the U.S. when it comes to majoring in engineering, manufacturing, and construction. So is almost every other country. So uh, okay. the U.S. is not high on um, those engineering, manufacturing uh, majors. In Finland, more Which than... Which is interesting, because I feel like we have some really great engineering schools here in the States. I, 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 I think we do. But I think a lot of those schools also do get a lot of uh, international students. Right. Like the best yeah. programs are very known for having high levels of international students. Speaking of that, Jared, mm-hmm. of international students, uh, we... Oh, by, the, by the way, mm-hmm. which is one more thing I was saying before, in Finland, more than one-third of college students are majoring in STEM fields. Oh, science, cool. okay. technology, engineering, and mathematics. Math. Yep. In the U.S. is 15. Sorry, go ahead. Nice. So speaking of international students, the U.S. Uh, has been one of the top choices for the largest number of international students. Uh, In 2017, the U.S. hosted 1.1 million of the 4.6 million enrolled worldwide. So that's pretty cool. So uh, Wait, so one-third of college students are international students in the U.S.? Yes. Wow, that's good. Yep, and then next up is uh, UK. I wouldn't expect it to be that high. Then number three would be China. So we are one-third, UK is two-thirds, China is the last third. Oh, wait, what do you mean? Of the most international students enrolled worldwide. Oh, oh, oh. Top three. Okay, okay, okay. Top three. Those two countries have sim- have large numbers of mm-hmm. international students as well. Gotcha. Right. And, and it's, I think that's a good sign. You know, I think we have some great higher education programs in the States, and mm-hmm. I think it's good. A lot of people do want to come and study here. You know, I think it opens doors. It builds bridges between different countries and cultures, and it's really great. You know, we had some really cool international students at Albion. So um, I have a couple mm-hmm. more interesting uh, majors. Let's hear. Health majors are most common in more developed countries. So in the U.S., people who graduated in 2008 are uh, and majored in health career, uh, care fields have the lowest unemployment rates. And in the U.S. is producing a slightly lower proportion of health care and welfare-related ma- related majors such as social work. They're in Western Europe, but higher than most Eastern European countries. Agriculture... Majors are really, really rare everywhere. Okay, interesting. And that's it. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think this has been good, Jared. We've definitely spilled some facts about college around you the world, you. and uh, there's plenty more we can talk about, uh, and we can revisit this another time. Yeah. But now I think it's time that we talk about our song of the pod. Let's do it. Which is by an artist named I believe it's Samani, and the song is called Matalip. Yeah, and what what are your thoughts on it, Jared? Um, I I I like the um, acoustic guitar. We jammed yesterday. We did. It was a lot you, of fun. You used your acoustic guitar, and it was a much different feel. But I, I really enjoyed it. Um, 
I so I like that part. Sorry, we're listening to it. It threw me off a little bit. And um, I don't know. I like his voice. I I, I like the uh, like the genre that it is. What and I like you. What genre would you call it? Maybe like an R and B kind of maybe. Okay. And I also like um. You know what? What I like about uh, good music is that no matter what the language is, usually it can dispel the rumor that so- said so and so language mm-hmm. is a gross language. And I'd say Arabic, similar to German, gets a lot of shit sure. for not being a very nice language. But uh, he makes it sound lovely because it, it's all just about how you say the word, not about uh, right. And, and not everyone you, you can say it aggressively if you want, but that doesn't mean that that's just how people talk. Absolutely. Yeah, and and this guy here, Samani, is, uh, I believe now he's actually located in Qatar, but he's from Sudan. Okay. And uh, he sings, yeah, in Arabic and also in English, and has a really kind of percussive way he plays guitar that keeps Mm -hmm. like a nice little beat going, which is also really nice. And yeah, just guitar and voice. I think it's a really simple combination, but very effective. And he sings in English, too. Yes, which is awesome. It's always cool to see some code switching. And this is a part of the Colors uh, series. So check that out. It will be on our Twitter, Untranslatable1, Just and on our fair, YouTube. Though, mm-hmm. I'll probably post his actual... That's one of his songs. Yeah. I'll probably post his version, not okay. the Colors version. Cool. Either way, check it out on Colors as well. It's fantastic. Yeah, Colors is a great way to ex- experience uh, a lot and of find different new diverse music. artists. Absolutely. I love, I love how they do that. Me too. Well, Jared, I think it's time for you to enlighten us on... Your Spanish word of the pod. Si, si. Hola. Uh, me llamo Jared. Y uh, uh, me, how do you say my, like me? Uh, me? How, how do you say word? Okay. No sé. Uh, my Spanish word <laughs> is fa- facu- facultad. Faculty? Facultad? No. And if, I'll give, you, I'll give you a bit to figure think about that. And if you don't get it, then I'll, I'll give you a, a clue. So really, it's not faculty? Like no. faculty of a college? Like staff? Well, uh, no. No? It's not faculty. What, what is it? it? Another word is, uh, is instituto. Oh, so it's an institution. It's college. Col- oh, mm-hmm. college. But okay. look, college facultad. Interesting. And okay. they even have it again here for UK facultad. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, and isn't like colegio, is that just like college or school? I don't know. That didn't even come up at all on this list. Maybe, or is that college? Oh, it did, it did come up. Association. Oh, okay. Colegio professional, professional. So I think okay. it's, maybe it's like a business. Okay, could be. Yeah. But it does say, I don't know. Who knows? We'll, we'll have to ask some Spanish, some native speakers on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, Jared, it's time Hit for a up. couple Let college jokes. So... So, Jared, how do you know that uh, uh, a rich person has been in... Well, maybe not a rich person. How do you know when a middle-class person has been in college too long? I don't know. How do you know? When their parents start running out of money. (laughs) Why don't you see giraffes at college, Jared? Mm, Because they get beer bongs stuck in their throat and they die. (laughs) <laughs> well then that was very uh, no, nice little visual it? was that not it no because they're all still in high school giraffes are in high school because they're really tall oh because they're, they're high because they're high up oh. yeah 
Okay. Why did I mean, this? Yeah, I understand that. My problem with that joke is no one explains tall things as high. You know. That's fair. That's fair. You're right. You're right. Well, Jared, my last wow, one for really you. You're really high. What are you, six three? <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that to people. Get some weird reactions. My last one though for you, Jared, is why did the son skip college? Because mm, he was already bright enough. Oh, I like that Where's one better. She? Uh, because it already had a million degrees. Oh, that's okay. a good one too. Always bright enough is, is pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Well, Jared, it's been a good episode talking about college. I'm sure we can revisit this sometime in the near future. Um, and you know, college is great for a lot of people. It's definitely not for everybody. I agree with that. I hope this episode was good for all of you curious about different places to study and wanted to get some more information about college. Let us know, though, if you have any questions about anything. We're here for you at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out our Instagram. Maybe we can, I think I might be going around Ann Arbor later. Maybe get some pictures of that campus. I'm sure I have some of MSU. There's some beautiful campuses out there, and check those out. Some of them on our Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. Also, do not forget to check out our Songs of the Pod on Twitter, Untranslatable1, or YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast. We got travel tips coming up on Saturday. Look forward to that. That's right. That's right. Where will it be? Nobody we'll find knows. out. That's right. We'll find out. So we thank you all for your support. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, a muchas gracias. <laughs>